You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Insights with Farah Karamburi. I'm your host, Deepa Practitioner, keynote speaker, and the founder and creator of the 30 Day Anti Diet Challenge, the no BS way for professional women uh, for improving their health and losing weight. Good morning on our Friday. Half term is coming to an end. Whoop, whoop. Um, not saying that loud. Well, half term comes to an end. Uh, it's kind of really gone super quick, hasn't it, to be honest? Uh, I have, uh, as you can see, I have this swelling on the side of my cheek. I have a really bad tooth problem that's been going on for a while due to COVID. No appointments are being released uh, unless I'm ditchy dying in pain. But I think my pain threshold is quite high, so they may not see, hear from me. Anyway, and um, it was really throbbing last night, really painful. It's just the tooth they've worked on last year hasn't quite embedded in properly so it just hurts when you eat on it and I forget to eat on that side yeah uh, there it is so today I want to talk to you about something called orthroxia now orthroxia is I often talk about things uh, opposite to that really uh, but you know we can be healthy in all kind of ways which many of us are really obvious so these could be uh, unhealthy you know like could be an injury could be infections bacteria could be hormone disruptions could be diseases or disorders of all kinds like cystic fibrosis you got um, chronic inflammations chronic diseases inflammations autoimmunes diseases rheumatoid arthritis lupus it could just the list goes on however we can also become unhealthy when we overfocus, trying to be trying to get extra healthy optimize our diet so much it's actually called a form it is actually a form of disorder eating known as orthroxia it's a very when you literally are focusing on yourself and everything that goes in your mouth is very, very calculated. Oh, speaking in a funny way today. So people with orthoxia, sometimes called healthism, they're obsessed with healthism. They're obsessed with goodness and the purity and the cleanliness of their food. And here we don't mean like basic food safety, but rather clean eating. I mean, very clean eating. There will be no processed in there. There'll be nothing bought from outside. There'll be no sugar involved in it. There'll be no... Um, Comfort food, for example, they'll feel excessively concerned and anxious around and being around and harmed by serious health problems if they don't strictly. So they think if they don't eat like that, they're going to seriously affect their health. So this is called orthoxia. So most regular people don't have this problem. Okay, so most of the clients I see don't have this problem, but this problem does occur. 
and uh, by health conscious people, athletes and coaches and other people maybe in wellness uh, industry, they might get onto too much on that side. And that's why when I talk about being healthy, it's the keeping a balance between 75% uh, to 80 of clean eating and around 20% of foods that you can call it a treat or things that you love to um, love to enjoy. So the, what are some of the things that you can see in the people who suffer from orthorexia? So like other form of disorder eating, it doesn't actually happen in isolation. It's not just one thing. It's not just the clean eating that that's the problem. There's other things that are usually not happy with their bodies. So you'll tend to see these people are quite lean, but they still don't see that for themselves in the mirror. So for a for, for person who's regular, they will see them and say, I think you have a great body. What are you worried about? But they can't see that. Okay, that's because they're really, really involved in getting themselves to a certain way that they cannot see beyond that. Um, they overly focus on themselves in general, like literally obsessed with their own selves. Uh, they are also, just looking at my notes, they worry about how they look to others. Yeah, so that's one major point there. That depend on external performance standards and approval. They never think they're good enough. They never think that they are good enough or they never think they work hard enough or they never think they have pushed hard enough in an exercise as well. Um, so, of course, eating healthy and care caring about what we eat is defining feature of good health. But the entire base is, is, is a, it's a great thing to do that for most of us. But they literally are. And I, I don't know if you can associate with the person that you may know. They are literally overly obsessed and focused with it so, so much. And sometimes, sometimes something happens in life to trigger that. It could be a traumatic event in their lives. It could be somebody loved one that they may have lost. It could be something really close to their heart that that's actually happened. And they've obviously looked into it uh, quite a lot. Um, and to maybe protect themselves from that, whatever's been going on, they've decided to eat in the way which has actually become unhealthy for them because it's now becoming a more of a mental health issue versus the physical health issue. So uh, some of the things that you might notice, um, that the behavior disorder is how much it affects your function in the deep health that we talk about. So maybe the physical health you may have because they may only be eating certain foods that they think are the right foods. They may be missing some of the nutrients, so nutrient deficiencies. Their immunity might be actually low. Their healing and recovery might be quite poor. And their hormonal disruption is one of the things you will see majorly coming up. So hormonal disruption is a huge thing. When your body is out of sync, when you've gone very much of that way or that way, both ways, so put lots of weight on or lost so much weight, hormonal disruptions are visible. This was me once upon a time. As I'm speaking, I can kind of relate to it because I, when I was running, um, I ran so much, so much. Uh, in a week, I was clearing 50, 60 miles. To me, that's a lot. And I didn't uh, replace my fuel properly. That, because I was so obsessed with running, I had injuries. I had a hormonal disruption with my periods. It was hardly there. They've never recovered, to be honest, since then. They're very, very light, the periods. Um, the mental health side of things are obsessive, compulsive, perfectionist thoughts and feelings, uh, unhelpful world world were you so you're not happy with the world ever you self-criticize yourself a lot you have a racing thoughts you have um body dysmorphia and then you've got this emotional health which is the anxiety 
which comes with it. So they're always anxious. So where is my next meal coming from? Is it clean? If they have to go somewhere, they may be very worried what foods they're going to eat. They may even take their own. Um, depression. Uh, chronic anxiety will lead to depression. You've got the guilt, the shame, the irritability, the persistently feeling bad, never thinking you've done enough. That That would be very evident in there. So as I'm saying these, you may relate to some of this or you may know someone who relates to this um existence of so the purposeful health not being able to see the bigger picture so involved in their own body they, they cannot have a clear purpose or sense of meaning for themselves they've actually lost the bigger picture that the the end vision the goal because right now what's really important is to get the clean food in their body and exercise as much as possible Relational health, that's really um, suffering. Trouble with relationships, avoiding them completely because bringing another person into life for somebody who's suffering from orthroxia is going to be a huge, big no-no because they will impact their eating and lifestyle habits which they might not be able to deal with. So relationships, real trouble relationships, feeling shame or judged by others as well, might not think they're good enough um, and just avoiding social events for stop. And then you've got the environmental health, which is uh, rigid or restricted environments, only allowing certain foods in the house. So maybe never, if it's not organic and it doesn't make it into the house or avoiding new, unfamiliar, uncomfortable experiences or situations and spending a lot of time in the environment that reinforces problem. For example, we know that more people use Instagram, the more likely they have orthroxia tendency. So we know that more people who use Instagram have more tendency because they want to look like a certain person and they're constantly looking and checking and comparing themselves to the person on the Instagram. So this is one of the few of the effects on your deep body health if you are suffering from this particular thing. If you're curious about what certain behavior is a problem, try and reviewing the wheel of deep health. So all these things I've just talked about, the deep health wheel, which is the six components that I talk about, have a look at how you are fitting in within those and what improvements you need to make. And then there, there is a few questions you can answer, like when eating, do you pay attention to the calories? Are you always us checking how many calories are in every food? Now, if you're on a weight loss journey, you might do that. Okay, that's fine because you're starting a journey and you're just having a look whether you should just check. You eat this quite often. So let me just check what, what's in it. Uh, for, let me tell you one thing. While I was, uh, I think I was in Peel Juice Bar, which is opposite the, near the gym, and I ordered a chai latte without looking at what this is. I just thought it's nice. I'm going to order that. I, look, I happened to look over in the bracket. There's calories on it. 391 in a small cup of chai latte. That is, that is the amount I should have for my dinner. Now, this is not orthroxia. This is, not, this is me being aware of what I'm having. So did I make a decision to stick with chai latte? No, I didn't. Actually, I'm going to do a whole thing about how many calories and coffees that as a winter uh, arrives and is upon us we are more and more going for coffees and teas without knowing the impact on our body um just to give you informed choices doesn't mean you stop having the coffee it just means that you make a choice is it informed choice can those 400 calories be more neutrally dense food versus a chai latte which is a syrupy sugar with a bit of flavor in it uh, but every now and then it's nothing wrong with it okay so ask yourself that question do you always check calories when you are trying to eat foods if the, the the answer is always, often, sometimes, or never, uh, my answer would be sometimes I check calories. 
when you go in the food shop do you feel confused I'm never confused I'm very clear on what I need to get but that could be because who I am do you feel confused if you always say always that means you're never sure what you want to have there's no clarity on what foods you should pick up and you need to do a bit more work to find out what is it that you need to eat uh, in the last three months did you did the thought of the food worry you I then the food does not worry me I put sometimes sometimes it worries me if on the weekend there's been a few bouts of you know uh, let's say over the lockdown that worried me because we were having more flour for example you know making a lot of uh, baking was going on for most people wasn't it we didn't have much to do so we kind of resorted or uh, resorted to making cookies and cakes so yeah maybe in lockdown but normally it doesn't worry me are you eating choices conditioned by your worry and about your health status so is all your food based on health is everything you put in your mouth, you might not even like the taste, but you're having it because you think it's the right food for you. So that could be a sign of orthorexia. So depending on what you score on here again, uh, if you will say uh, always, often, sometimes or never, then depending on what you, how you score. In the, in, is the taste of food more important than the quality when you evaluate food? Do you, do you care about the taste or you just care about the quality? Are you willing to spend more money on healthier food? Is that always a yes or is it sometimes or never? So ask yourself a few of these questions and I'll give you an idea of what it is that you, <clears throat> whereabouts are you? So like I said, generally people don't suffer from this, but there are a few people that will probably get to this journey and they can only do all or nothing. This all or nothing behavior would lead to these kind of problems of mental health, basically. Uh, like I said, the, their body, from when we see it, we think it's great, it's really lean, but they can't see that. So that's uh, orthoxia. I thought I'll bring this to you because we always talk about the opposite to that mainly. And I wanted to kind of bring this topic in case somebody may be listening to this thinking, I know someone or that is me or I'm showing tendency. And if you are showing tendency and you're worried, do reach out do reach out because there's something going on with you that's um worrying you in particular um and um just to quickly let you know challenge starts on monday 2nd of november the final challenge of this year the final 30-day challenge of this year so if you haven't yet decided to make that switch make to, you know, get off that fence and join then please do and come and experience what the challenge is about it's actually an education around nutrition it's education and exercise education around your sleep education around your supportive environment education around your mental health you don't just listen to videos you take action that's why i love this challenge because you will see the difference on your body if you take the action like anything if you don't take action you won't see it um, and for the price of £47, all yours, starting November the 2nd. Drop the link underneath this video so you can uh, click and join. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. And I hope you find uh, found that useful. Not for everyone, like I know, but maybe somebody out there may need it or may be seeing signs maybe in their, in their child or even themselves. Thanks for watching, guys. I will catch you Monday. Have a great weekend and take care. Hey everybody, 
This is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 day anti-diet challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.